it's time to go into the word of the living God this morning. I pray that the word of God will not return back void concerning us. It will Amen. accomplish for us and it will prosper in what it has been sent to do in Jesus' name. Amen. And we have Reverend Williams with us this morning. And I'll be handing over to you, sir. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. Good morning, 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 sir. God will make this year the best you have ever experienced in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. This year is glory will be your covering in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Light will shine bright and brighter in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. This year we will grow exponentially. We will go. We will grow. You know, spiritually, financially, Amen. materially. The Lord will strengthen us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So once again, happy new year in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, the Bible says um, in Isaiah chapter 43, Isaiah chapter 43, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 verses 18 to 21 Isaiah 43 uh, from 18 to 21 the Bible says remember ye not the former things neither consider the things of old remember not you know uh, our predicament as children of God sometimes is we remember what we are to forget and then we forget what we are to remember. In this instance, we have to get it right. Uh, because God is capable of giving us a new beginning. And if God is capable of giving us a new beginning, we have to let go the past. 2021 has come and gone. It has become history. And I know there is no future in the past. There is nothing 2021 can do for us again. We will never come across it till eternity is gone. And it's gone forever. So whatever disappointments, whatever pains, whatever aches, whatever desires that um, were not met in uh, 2021, maybe it, it is meant to be in 2022. The Bible said that, uh, that uh, the way of God is different from our ways. As long as we keep our desires, our hope alive, uh, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly, the Bible says. And um, in, in the book of Daniel, chapter 2, let's, we are not going to open to it because I am still staying where I am. But in Daniel, chapter 2, from verse 20, the Bible says God changes times and seasons. Times, seasons are not the same. The, what winter brings is different from what summer brings. Uh, what autumn brings is different from um, what springs bring. They're not the same weather, not the same temperature. They're not the same um, 
happenings, you know, one bring heat, one bring rain, one bring uh, cold, one bring snow, you know. So the weathers are different, seasons are different, so years too are different. And um, with what I've seen with the spirit of this year, uh, is promising to be a year of reward for believers. It's promising to be a year of great visitation for the brethren. Uh, our brother, my man that led the prayers, you know, it talks about restoration. Uh, we should pray for restoration. Uh, that was that was that was a timely prayer. Uh, this year, the Lord will be visiting and restoring to His church, to His body. You know, confidence. Even God Himself knows that the faith of His children have been tampered with. Have been, you know, uh, it's somehow it's a level of faith had dropped from what He used to be. Uh, the Bible says that when hope is delayed, uh, it, that it makes the heart to be sick. As many as are sick in heart, this year God will be restoring, you know, health into their hearts. He healthy, you know, we, we, our hearts need to be healthy before our life can be healthy. When the, I'm not a doctor, but if someone has a problem with his heart, it's major. It's not seen as a minor. Anything that has to do with the heart is usually taken seriously because that's where the issues of life come from. That's, that's the engine of life. That's where blood, you know, uh, is pumped from and all that. So many activities that keeps the body moving comes from the heart. So this year, whatever whatever ailment, impediment, sickness, infirmity is in our, I mean, it's found in our hearts. The Lord will be visiting us. The Lord will be bringing healing. The Lord will be bringing sound mind. The Lord will be restoring our faith. Not just that, the Lord will be restoring all that we have lost in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. No, no matter how the past have been, uh, I want to go back to where I was trying to read, uh, verse 18. He said, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Now, if time God asks us not to remember something, it's because God has gone past it. God has gone past it. Our past usually supposed to be uh, a memory, a memory that, um, I mean, it's, I'm sorry, supposed to just be an experience. That's what our past is supposed to represent. You know, that once upon a time, um, I was a child, but I'm no longer a child now <laughs> by the grace of God. You know, once upon a, child, a time, I was in primary school. I'm no longer in primary school. Once upon a time, I was a bachelor. I'm no longer a bachelor. Once upon a time, so our past supposed to just be a kind of experience, and um, and what the past used to be, it does not necessarily mean it's going to continue. There's always a break from the past. We are broken from 2021. We have started 2022, and I know that there are things that are issues of 2022. The plans of God for this year is is to comfort the, his children, is to make his children know that he is alive, is to make his children know that he has not lost control. Because sometimes when we look at what is happening in the world, thank God for the part of the world you people are, but if I tell you what is happening in, this, in the part of the country that I am in Kaduna here, where, where every day life is being threatened, there's hardly any day you wake up that 
you will not feel that your life is being threatened. They are entering to town. They are kidnapping people. They are shooting. They are entering churches. There are so many things are happening. But over here, we have decided to 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 put our trust in God because we know that uh, he's, he's been keeping us. I mean, I've had many times when bullets hitting my the roof of my house, like that, and so many times, but we've always seen God defending us. We've always seen God protecting us. And this year, God has assured us that he will rise up to our defense. So I'm so glad to let all know that this year's believers here, the, this year, believers in Christ will rejoice. Anywhere we are in the world, God will make the difference in the mighty name of Jesus. God himself knows God himself knows that um, things are not the same with his children. All over, wherever we are, there seems to be so much stress in the body of Christ. There seems to be so much doubts. Is God still alive? Like in the days of Gideon, say, no, if God be with us, why all these things be falling us? We're losing, we're losing members, we're losing a brethren, you know, to death, to COVID, to so many things, to some some unexplainable circumstances sometimes. We don't even know what is happening here and there all over the world. There seems to be questions in the heart of everybody. What is going on? Where is our God? But our God is saying, well, what we have seen so far is just an experience that we have to pass through. And the Bible did not say we will stay through it. He said when you pass through the waters. So some of the things we are going through now is passing through the waters. So when you pass through the fire, it shall not burn you. you know. So God, God, God is giving us assurance that, hey, I'm out for your defense. I'm out to prove that I am I'm your God. I'm asked to prove that I told you not to, not to serve me in vain. And I will let you know that your service is not in vain. God is speaking to us tenderly this morning because the things we have gone through in time past, we must put them behind us. We must put them behind us. And uh, God said, behold, I will do a new thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. I will do a new thing. Now it's a spring forth. Now when God begins to walk, when God begins to walk, <laughs> then brethren, like the Israelites, who were captured, who were oppressed, who were deprived, and, uh, you know, maltreated. Uh, when God started his work, to them, they say it looks like dream. Because as far as they were concerned, they had counted themselves out. As far as they were concerned, they've lost hope in any help. They've lost hope in any deliverance. Uh, they, met, they, they, they had the story of their great-grandfathers, you know, in servitude, in poverty, they had the great the, the, the story from their father to from uh, they themselves also you know the things they've gone through and experienced you know it's it's make them feel that hey look there's no deliverance anywhere it, this thing has been on and on for hundred and thirty years but it came to an end whatever it is that has bedeviled you whatever it is that have tampered with your faith your belief your enthusiasm your joy in serving the Lord. This year, God will put an end to it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I have confidence in the ability of God to turn it around. Why? Well, because Amen. God has promised so. God has promised to turn it around. And I have confidence in whatever he says, because his words never fail. God cannot say, behold, I will do a new thing. 
it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God is capable of doing the unimaginable. God is capable of turning any situation around, no matter how terrible, no matter how serious that situation is. This morning, let's, let's look at Joseph as our study case. We just use Joseph as our study case this morning, and the Lord will help us. Uh, in, 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 in the book of Genesis, chapter 37, we saw a lot of um, situations that uh, Joseph faced. Let's, let's begin from confusion in his father's house. Joseph woke up to hear that his aunt, his aunt also was a rival of his mother. Leah was Joseph's aunt. Uh, 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 Leah and Rachel were born of the same father and the same mother. I've not had it where a man would marry a brother and a sister. In fact, even the Bible says, "Cause in the Bible that a man should not sleep with uh, with uh, sisters." You know, it's a cause. But so uh, Joseph woke up from the the, the cause something like almost that looks like a cause family or so, and. It's, it, it was like Fuji House of Commotion. It was confusion everywhere. The uh, two sisters were not uh, were at each other's neck all the time, always accusing each other of wanting or the other. The children would not see eye to eye. The children of Leah had grown up. The, the Rachel did not have children on time. When the children came, it was like confusion. You must die. You cannot live with us, you know, because our father did not like our mother. It is your mother. And so there was so much oppression, you know, coming from from uh, Reuben and his company against uh, against Joseph. Joseph was, the, uh, at that time, Joseph was the only child of his parents, and he was so young. He was very, very small. A, a, an innocent child that, you know, didn't know anything, uh, you know, he's been accused of everything. A man that didn't know anything is being accused of everything. Well, you are the reason why this happened. And so, so every time they keep on knocking his head, get out from here, leave this place. The Bible had it on record that it was not even, you know, it was not found in the, it could not be found in the company of Reuben and Co., uh, children of Leah. Rather, it was the children that the concubine, you know, the, the mate of his own mother. You know, uh, you know, hard and all that. So uh, that was that was the only children could play with. He, he couldn't play with his senior brothers. It was really, really terrible. That was the experience Joseph had to go through. The 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 uh, and also the the early Lord, the, the, the loss of his mother. His mother died very early. I'm sure Joseph was less than ten years. You know, when the mother died and. You you, you 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 can see that at that time he was not strong enough to cook for himself. So so sometimes when people say oh, the father loved him, that was his problem. You know that the, the love of his father was his major problem and all that. If the father did not love him, especially he may not have had problem. But we all know that the love the father had for him was circumstantial. It was not um, it was a circumstantial love because the boy had no father. And um, who was to cook for him? The boy couldn't cook for himself. 
So it's the food that the wives bring for him where we call Joseph, come and eat here because who, who was going to cook for him? So it was a circumstantial love. He, the, the boy found himself in a very bad situation, you know, but the, 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 his mother too died, you know, the hatred of his brother, you know, and I, I could remember the day he was sold, you know, how he would feel. Somebody that carried food, you know, he was happy to, to let me make up for all these things my brothers are doing. Let me make up, let me just go and give them food, maybe, and see how they are doing and all that. Maybe if I do this, uh, they, will, they, will, they will suspect that they will mellow down on the ill treatment, you know, against me. So it, it meant everything for good. He carried food. Hey, brother, why are you here? You know, he was greeting them. And all that's a judgment. Bring food for you. So at the end of the day, they saw him coming. There was somebody that was coming to do them good. Somebody that was bringing water, bringing food for them. You know, they conspired to kill him. The agony, the, the, the boy couldn't understand what he was going through. How long will this bitterness continue? How long will this hatred continue? They, 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 now, they now took the food, ate the food. After they finished the food, they said, okay, now... We have eaten your food, thank you for bringing food, but you are not going back home today. We must kill you because those dreams that you you, you seem to be having now, how can a man give himself dream? Nobody can give himself dream. It's God that gives dream. It's God that gives people dream. Everybody, well, by this time you sleep and wake up, you don't even know you are alive. Nobody, the moment you sleep, it's like you are dead. You don't know whether you are alive or not. The moment you sleep, you don't know anything about yourself. You don't know whether you exist or not. You, you, are, you are in another world entirely. It's only when you wake up that you discover, oh, I'm still alive, I'm still here. Mm -hmm. So how will how could he, he have given himself dream? So it was me as a small boy, he didn't know, he didn't know his left from his right. Whatever he sees, he will go and tell. So they hated him for that. And they said, now, because of those dreams, because we do not want those dreams to come to pass. You know, sometimes the experiences we've gone through in life seems to be attacking our dream. God knows that your dream has been attacked. And that dream is God's given dream. It's, it's not an ambition. And every dream that God has given you this year, God will bring it to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. It's not, um, it's not ambition that is your problem. God has given you a dream. And the reason why you are facing those attacks in your family, the reason why everybody seems to hate you, the reason why everybody seems to, to, to I mean, the world seems to be crashing on your head is because of the dream. Because you will fulfill that dream. You will accomplish the purpose of God. That will be accomplished in the name of the Lord. Amen. Will be glorified Amen. in your life. There's no one can fight. And whatever dream God is giving you for this year, you will accomplish in the name of Jesus. Amen. I don't, want, I don't care how the past has been. God can address the past. And God will address the past. God knows that you have moved from that past. We have moved from 2021. As, as 2021 came, He killed some people, but He couldn't kill you. Because you have something to achieve in, in 2022. There's nothing for you to achieve. If you have finished your race, you will have gone with 2021. But because God is not finished with you, you have to forget about the past. Forget about it. He has been. So, you go to Potiphar's house, you, you, I mean, you could see that, um, I mean, things like, oh, the best is yet to come. He was loved. 
he was loved, he was cared for, and, and but at the end of the day, Satan started his uh, trouble again. He got himself into he got into prison, and from prison, they are, I mean, they charged him for rape and all manner of things. Abandoning him in prison and was there for 13 good years. You know that he spent in the prison, and it looks as if God has forgotten him. Many of us today are thinking God has forgotten us because we have been in a kind of situation for quite a while now. You've been in a, a challenge for quite a while now. But uh, the Bible says when you suffer a while, our suffering, our denial, our testing is not, is, you know, when a student is writing exam, it looks as if that exam will never end. When will I graduate? But four years, it will soon be four years we leave school. Many of us, it looks like that too. Are, are we going to ever graduate in this school? The assignment today, this one tomorrow, and it looks so long. But behold, before you know it, it is done. So uh, your testing is over. Your trial is over. It is a time of reward for you. It is a time of visitation for you. It is a time of your manifestation in the mighty name of Jesus. The word of the Lord. The word of the Lord found in The word of the Lord found just that the word of the Lord came to him while he was present. The Bible said God visited him while he was present. The Bible said God was with him. God will never deny his presence with you. Amen. Even right now, no matter what you are going through, no matter how the past has been, and you are still thinking, oh, all my expectation, all my desire for the year have not been accomplished. Let me tell you, God never leaves his children. He said, I will never leave nor forsake you. So God never left Joseph. His word was with him, and God came for him. I'm glad to let you know that God came for Joseph. God came for him. God visited him because God was the owner. God was the originator of that dream. Every dream that God has given you, God will not leave you alone to go and fulfill that dream. It Amen. is you and God that will fulfill the dream together. Amen. It is you and God that will enjoy the manifestation together. Amen. It is you and God that will see it through. God make sure that you he, he will see you through. And all I want to encourage us this morning is that each time you are that, and it came to pass. If you read it in the Bible, you will see it came to pass, it came to pass. I mean, hundreds of times in the scripture, you say, and it came to pass. The word of the Lord came to pass. This one came to pass. And the Lord said to me, each time you read something that it came to pass, he said, it means somebody waited for it. As we are, as we are waiting on the Lord, this time, this season, we are waiting on God, we are looking unto God. Everything we are looking unto him for, everything we are desiring, you know, from him, God will bring it to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. His word never fail. His word will never fail. Now, Amen. with all the story, with all that surrounded Joseph, it ended in a party. It was a party. Somebody, somebody this year is is a man for a big party. That heaven and earth will join together to celebrate in that mighty name of Jesus. Can you believe, brother, that the whole story, the whole confusion ended in the praise? It was in praise. Can you believe? His brother stood before him and said, um, We were 12, um, one is no more, and all that. And Joseph was sitting down before them, looking at them, saying, one is no more. 
you know how and and that one they said is no more i'm sure it must have been smiling on the inside while they were saying one was no. and all of them agreed that one was no more why because they didn't give him chance to survive there are people that are not giving you chance to survive there are people that cannot even excuse your mistake there are people that treat you under the law of moses and treat themselves under grace they will not excuse you they will not they will not allow you to make any mistake they will not you know they just feel they are the best they are they are everything you they, they, they when they do something wrong they plead the blood of jesus but you you cannot plead the blood of jesus you have to be condemned you have to be crucified there's nothing wrong about that that, that was the case of his brother they never believed he would survive the attack that's why they sold him to hard people slave drivers those who buy slaves and drive them hard. And they say, Joseph is inside butter now. This is a spoiled child. He's not going to survive. Let's sell him to, you know, the, uh, the those wicked uh, uh, slave drivers, you know, slave masters. They will use him. The boy cannot survive. I mean, we know our father is a spoiled child. Our father has spoiled him. There's no how he will survive. At the end of the day, they thought he would not survive, but he survived. As many as people are saying you will not survive, you they are going to attend your party of celebration Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm so excited this morning about what God is about Amen. to do. There's Amen. so much joy in my heart that this year God will visit you. There's Amen. so Amen. much faith in my heart that God will turn it around. Amen. God did came and turn it around in the life of Joseph. God visited him. Joseph you know, Joseph, uh, uh, to his brothers, Joseph did not worth anything. Look at how much they sold him. To him, he did not worth anything. To him, to sorry, to them, Joseph's life never mattered. His life never mattered. The Bible said they saw the agony in his heart when they were selling him, when they removed his dress from him. The boy at 17, they removed, they stripped him naked. He was so naked, I was right. He was, he was, the, the price over him, you know, was so so low. There are men there are people that never put price on you. There are people that feel that hey, the, the world belongs to them. The world is under their feet, and there is nothing for you. But uh, God is out to surprise everybody that thinks that there is nothing for you because there is everything for you. The world is not made by them. The world is made by your God. The one who brought you to this world is the one. He's your maker. He's your God. No man can act as your God. No man can stand in the place of God in our lives. They thought that they had every right, so they sold him. And when the people saw him, they said, with this vagabond boy that have no dress, that have no something, they just put any stipend on him. Because, you know, sometimes even the clothes we wear, they put value on us. Joseph had no value, he had no clothes, he had nothing, mm. but heaven valued him. Heaven valued him. There, are, there, there may be people that doesn't put value on you, they, that you don't need to worry yourself with, with whatever they think, whatever they feel, you know, because as much as Joseph was dehumanized, heaven was, um, heaven was, heaven was packaging him. The, the earth was dehumanizing and devaluing him. Heaven was putting value on him. Heaven was putting value. As the as men were pushing him, God was taking him to the place of his dream. Uh, all that men are doing to you, uh, as far as I'm concerned, they are helping you to quickly get to where you are going. They were Amen. Amen. Because while he was at home, while he was in Israel, in his father's land, 
the sun and the moon will never bow to him. So there was no way the sun would bow to him. There was no way the moon would bow to him. There was no way the government of the world will come upon him. No. It, so it, it, it's, uh, so when the enemy thinks they are doing you evil, uh, that God is doing you good. Because the Bible says, for you, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. So there's something about this year that God Almighty has orchestrated, God Almighty has packed for you, and you will get there in the name of Jesus. Amen. To cut the long story short, there's a scripture I want to read this morning. And uh, just to buttress uh, the topic we are, forget, uh, we, are, we are treating, God has made me forget. The Bible says forget about the former things. God made Joseph to forget the former things. So God also will make you to forget the former things in the name of Jesus Christ. The Amen. former things may not be palatable. The 2021 may not be the year you want to remember. But let's let's put it behind us. The Bible says we should forget all the bad that happened, the good that happened, we thank God. The evil that happened, we, we, the Bible says we should discountenance that. Those are our learning curves, those are our learning process, those are things, you know, that our God used, allow, I mean, to, to equip us, to, to strengthen us. Uh, let me read the last scripture before we pray this morning. In Genesis 41, verse 51, the Bible says, And Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. God is going to give you Manasseh in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Everyone expecting a miracle this year, your Manasseh will arrive in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Uh, your Manasseh means settlement. Manasseh means God has made me forget. Now, with, with, with the little, you know, I, I've not been able to uh, to analyze everything that Joseph went through, disappointment, blackmail, you know, death, threats, rejections, and all that. He said, God made me forget. God made me to forget. That was because it was well settled. When you are well settled, brother, my sisters, when you are well settled, you will forget whether you ever suffered before. You will forget that, that uh, you know, sometimes when you went inside cold for something and then you got that thing, you even forgot that snow fell on your head. You forgot that cold, you know, you caught cold because why? Your desires were met. God is going to meet your desire to the point that if you had ever had pain, in fact, it will, you will not spend one minute to talk about it because it will make no meaning to you again because. You have been well settled. Mm. God will take care of it. Joseph was well settled. Now Joseph said, oh, God, thank you. I was not to survive. I was not to be alive. They even declare me dead, even in front of me, myself. Mm. I was there. When they said, uh, the twelve is no more. They, 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 they've counted me among the dead. I'm sure they must have published my obituary everywhere. Joseph is dead, you know. But today, I'm alive. I'm not just only alive. I am alive fulfilling my dream. I'm alive accomplishing my purpose. Somebody is alive this year to fulfill dream. Somebody is alive to accomplish something. So forget about the past. You have so much to achieve. You have so much to accomplish. You have so much to praise God for. You have so much to 
to contribute to the body of Christ, to contribute to the work of God. You have so much to bless your generation. Joseph was raised to bless his generation. Joseph became the constitution of Israel. He was, I mean, of Egypt. He was the constitution. The, man, the, the, the king said, hey, at his, by your word we shall be ruled. Which means there's no laid down rule, there's no constitution in this country. In Joseph, you are the constitution. That was the declaration. That was the that, so if a man was made a constitution, if a man rule over the sun, if a man rule over the moon, if a man rule over the stars and rule over nations of the earth, his his signature was was, was the authority that, that gave life or death to anyone. That was what he became. Now look at his past. He, he had a very terrible past. He went through terrible experiences. But mm. God said to him, so if you have gone through so much in life, it is because your settlement is going to be very great. You see, mm. great triumph comes as a result of uh, great trials. When we have great trials, we have great triumph. When we have terrible experiences, we have great testimony. So whatever we have gone through is going to come out as our testimony. Joseph said, God has made me forget. God has made me forget my conf all the confusion. God has made me forget all the dehumanization in my father's house. In Potiphar's house, God has made me forget the blackmail. The blackmail against me. They call him a rapist. I mean, how will you feel when they call you a rapist? You know, they, they, they took him to prison when he did not know anything. He didn't commit any offense, but God took him to prison to keep him so that his word, where God is keeping you now, is, is to wait for your manifestation. Many of us yeah. are just at the verge of our testimony. Don't give up. Don't look back. Just keep pushing. Just look forward. Say, this year I'm hopeful. Things will turn out to be good for me. This year, I'm not going to remember how the past has been. I'm looking forward. I'm looking unto God. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what I can ask, above what I can imagine. God said to Joseph, this word came to pass in his life. God's word is coming to pass in our life. God will, God will do what he has promised. I remember, I remember some years ago, I had a vision of going to Australia. And it looks an endless something. For 13 years, the vision did not come to pass. Until one day, the going to Australia came inside my house, from my house. It was from my house. One of my wife's younger sister was in Spain, my brother was in Spain. And, and he just said, something asked him to move to Australia. He got to Australia. He got hooked to he get there. And um, they said, they said, no, he wants just me and my wife to come home. This and that, if we don't come, something, you know. And just like that, that's how God said, the hour has come. Somebody, a man of God, even went to Australia and came back and told me that. God told him that guy, he needed me in Australia. I said, how do you know? He said, he just got there, we'll just see my face there in Australia. And he called me on the way from Lagos to Cardona. And I said, well, when it was time for us to go together, he frustrated his brother. The man that God even spoke to, that called me and spoke to me, God says, so, 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 I'm sending you to Australia. He stood against it and frustrated my going. Can you believe that? But because it was God, it's not an ambition, it's not a desire for me to go to Australia. Because it was God that orchestrated it, God brought the go to Australia inside my house. I didn't go anywhere. 
and leave from my house. <laughs> the invitation came out from, we went to Australia, myself and my wife, and God opened great doors, the federal door for us in Australia. And we saw the manifestation of the power of God there like never before. The glory of God came down with me. Wow, this is God. God is able to bring his word to pass. You know, so God can, God, when, when, when the time of fulfillment God, of, I mean, comes, he makes way where there is no way. There seems to be no way. I didn't know anybody in Australia. I didn't know anybody anywhere. But God had to raise that help from inside my house. You know, so God is able to make way, brother. God is yeah. able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we can do. So we must be hopeful for this year. This year and this year must trigger joy in our hearts. We must be expectant. We must be expectant because I trust God that it will end in praise this year. We end in ceremony. Yeah, we end in thanksgiving. Let's begin to thank God. Let's begin to appreciate God. Oh, I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I give you praise. Lord, I appreciate you. Thank you for guiding me. Lord, I lift Thank you, Lord, because more than 
Genesis chapter 21 verse 6. God made Sarah to laugh. Look at look at how many years, how many months of disappointment. When she was strong, she was in her circle every month at the point the circle even ceased. It was men who stopped for her and all that. But God made her to laugh. And she named Isaac laughter. See, because she laughed, she laughed. Somebody is going to be laughing this Son of Saul. When 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 war broke out and uh, the, the nurse was trying to run away with him, the nurse fell with him, and the boy twisted his leg. He had a broken leg, a twisted leg, and they went and they were hide, hiding in Lodeva. But because of the goodness of God, David could not rest. David could not sleep. David had to search for him. Is there no one? Is there no one in the house of Jonathan that I may do him good? 
It was God that put it in the heart of David. In the heart of David, supposed to have been vengeance against the family of Saul. But because God delighted, you know, in Jonathan, because of what Jonathan did, his friendship with David, God remembered his son. The only surviving son, even though he was crippled. The king said, you eat, I say, no, I'm a dead dog. No, 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 I'm a finished person. No, 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 it's not me. He, called, he looked at himself, he said, look, I'm a dead dog, not even a living dog, a dead dog. But as much as he underrated himself, God, God, God placed a value upon him. I have no doubt that God's value is upon our lives. We are not going to underrate ourselves this year. I pray for you, as even though Mephibosheth was in a hideout, Mephibosheth was in a hideout, it was God brought him to limelight. God brought him to prominence. God brought him to prosperity. He ate with the king on the table. He ate on the table of the king. This year is the year that you are going to eat on the table of king. This year, I think there's no austerity for you in the name of Jesus. There's no lack for you this year in the name of Jesus. There is no, there is no denying you of your joy in the name of Jesus. Every desire, every dream, every vision that heaven has put in your heart, this year they shall find fulfillment in the name of Jesus. This year is a great party of, of, of celebration for you. It's a great Amen. party of victory for you, of promotion, of lifting in the name of Jesus. You will testify big in the name of Jesus. Amen. We remember all your soul, all your labor, all your denial, all your faith, all that you have done for the body of Christ. He shall come to remembrance this year in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible said, and God remember Sarah, and God remember Noah, and God remember Hannah, and God remember Elizabeth. God will remember you in the name of Jesus. When God remembers you, your file comes before him. When your file comes before God, execution of the of, of the project, execution of the dream becomes God's prerogative. He details his agents. He details his angels. Go and implement this. Go and open this door. Go and get this done. So angels shall be assignment on your behalf this year in the name of Jesus. The host of heaven shall rise for you and fight for you and defend you in the mighty name of Jesus. It's, it's, it's your year of reward. It's your year of divine surprises. It's your year of restoration. It's your year of abundance of rain. It's your year of turnaround. In the name of Jesus, that siege is over. 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 The heavens are open. The heavens are open. Heavens are open for you. Heavens are open for you. Bring you abundance of rain. It's just a divine visitation. In the name of Jesus, the favor and the flare of God will accomplish us in the name of declare it is well with you body. This year, you and me will be celebrating together. You and me will be testifying together to the glory of God the Father, to the glory of God the Son, and to the glory of God the Holy Spirit. All shall be well. All shall be well. 
Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen